My dear brothers and sisters, good afternoon. So, we are celebrating this Mass for the 32nd Sunday in the ordinary time. And, of course, it's also a special for us occasion since we are together with our monthly devotion no, to the Divine Mercy, this Divine Mercy that we, Sunday that we have here at St. Bernard's. And if we reflect on this, we come to realize that the message that the Word of God, particularly the Gospel, would like us to re reflect and really apply it in our life is about preparation, be alert, no? which is understandable and fitting because, again, as I mentioned, we are now on the 32nd Sunday, and basically we are only lacking of two Sundays more to end the liturgical year because the next Sunday will be the 33rd and the 34th. We are going to celebrate the solemnity of Christ, the King, and that's the last Sunday of the liturgical year. Then after that, we will start again a new liturgical year with the first Sunday of Advent. So, however, we know if we go by the final word in the gospel that the call to prepare and be alert and be vigilant, it's not only because that we, of this time of the year. After all, as the last words of the gospel, it says, stay awake for you neither know the day nor the Hour. So in other words, it can be today, it can be tomorrow, it can be the next day, next month, next year, or who knows? Only God knows. Amen? But meanwhile, we are in this world living our life, and that message, you know, so important and essential to be prepared always. The final day that the Lord would like us to remember always can be our death or His second coming, the final day. And only Him knows about that. Our task is to prepare for that, whether for our death or for the final day. And providentially, it's so essential, especially if we connect it, not only with our day-to-day -day life as Christians, as Catholics, but the value and the importance of the divine mercy in our life. I've listened, I've heard and read about the divine mercy, and basically, it's connected no, with that importance to really live in the mercy of God because practically we are in the final times and before the second coming of the Lord, 
But again, we do not know when that's going to happen. But to heed the message, and when it comes to the message of the divine mercy, it's so essentially connected with what we are supposed to. In the first reading, it's reminding us of the gift, the virtue of wisdom, but it says also prudence is the perfection of uh, wisdom. Why? Because it's really about being prudent in our judgments, in our choices, in our decisions. And that prudence means doing, deciding, opting what is right. And if we have a choice between good and evil, obviously, by wisdom, we choose and keep on choosing what is good, what is right before the Lord to give him honor and not to fall into temptation. But we know that time and again we fall into sin and we are in this very sinful world. And that is why if we are talking about the final times, it's really about the mercy of the Lord. Otherwise, we do not know. It's kind of unimaginable to think about salvation, about redemption, about eternal life, if we do not embrace also the greatness of the mercy of the Lord. After all, we are all sinners. And that is why the message of the divine mercy is always this. Ask for God's divine mercy. Be merciful and completely trust on the divine mercy in his divine mercy. Because as we know, it's the love of God, but mercy is love in action. And that's the constant action of God. Because he cannot contradict himself. He, God is love, and that is why God is mercy. And it's, it's not possible to, to separate, to isolate the mercy of the Lord with his great love for us because after all, love, uh, mercy is love in action and that, that's what and how God is in our life. But in a concrete way as regards to our preparation, in fact, if we look at the image of the divine mercy over there, and I think there's one here as well, no? Uh, it's so clear, no? You know, when I, 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 I watched Father Chris's uh, sharing on the divine mercy, and in the image of the divine mercy, he said, that's very powerful because we see the two rays of, of the image of the divine mercy, the ray that's colored white and the other colored red. And that colored white rays of the divine mercy represents, first of all, the cleansing grace no, of the sacrament of baptism because it erased original sin. And that's also important as regards to the message of the gospel, for example, talking about lamb. Remember in the celebration of baptism, there's that part, no, not only of the actual baptizing of the child or an adult person, not only of the anointing of chrism oil, but there's another part that follows when we 
you are you, no, the, the parents with the godparents usually receives the lighted candle. And that candle was being lighted from the Easter candle. Usually there's an Easter candle when there's funeral. But, but, and obviously Easter vigil and during Easter season. But when we receive that lighted candle, it says, receive the light of Christ and Christ himself and keep that light burning. But that's the thing, no? While we receive the sanctifying grace and original sin is being erased, but all throughout our journey, because, again, of the temptations of the world and the influences of the evil one, many times we, we fall into sin. But thanks be to God, because the other representation and meaning of that white race, which we know is at our disposal because of the greatness of the mercy of the Lord, is the cleansing power and the healing power through the forgiveness of our sins of the sacrament of confession, which we are so blessed because, again, at our disposal, the great mercy of the Lord, if we avail ourselves of that sacrament so clearly and powerfully represented and shown to us in that image of the divine mercy because it means both the cleansing power of the sacrament of baptism and the sacrament of confession. And we have right now what's being represented and really the meaning of that, that red-colored ray or rays of the divine mercy, meaning blood but love of the Lord, which we know he concretely offered through his body and blood on his sacrifice on the cross, which we are so fortunate to have it always and the Lord be with us, giving his life through his most sacred body and blood every time we have the celebration, the sacrifice, the banquet of the Holy Mass or Eucharist, which we have right now. And if there are sacraments so powerful, nourishing us, healing us, strengthening us, it's really this, too. The sacrament of the Holy Eucharist or the Holy Mass and the sacrament of confession. And we have that every time we see and pray to the image of the divine mercy of the Lord that we concretely have always through these very important sacraments. Because in the, in the gospel, it's not really about that even the foolish ones, you know, the virgins, the foolish virgins, they also brought their lambs. You know? So technically, we have those already because we have also our lambs through baptism. But it's about bringing enough oil 
which the wise virgins have according to the gospel. So it's about nourishment. It's about sustaining ourselves. It's about strengthening. It's about persevering in our spiritual journey. And that's the meaning of being alert, being prepared, that it's not just about the light of being baptized, but really the sustaining power of the grace of the Lord in His most divine mercy, precisely, again, on our part, that prudence in us, the perfection of wisdom, that really what is necessary that we are supposed to do that will bring us to salvation, that we truly are prepared when the bridegroom will finally come, be it in our death or in the final day. And that bridegroom, obviously, is our Lord Jesus Christ. But as he said, we are never left alone and orphaned because I will be with you. And in fact, he is with us, be it in our uh, encounter with him in his most divine mercy, but of course in the sacramental life of the church, particularly in the Holy Eucharist and confession, but even in our own individual life, in our prayers, in our devotions, in our acts of mercy to give glory to the Lord and especially to others in need. So, brothers and sisters, the Lord in his most divine mercy is always there for us. And we know that we are not always forever no, in this world as St. Paul and the reality of our life and our existence here on earth would always tell and remind us. But in St. Paul's words in the second reading, in his letter to the Thessalonians, it's so clear that he doesn't want us to be unaware of this. And what gives us inspiration to continue doing what is right is precisely that faith that whether in life or in death, we are of and in Christ. And it's because of our faith and conviction of his second coming when the fullness of that eternal life, the resurrection of the living and dead will truly happen. So we are pilgrims, we are in a journey, and we pray always that, again, as St. Paul will say, we shall always be with the Lord, the Lord in his most divine mercy, so that, again, whenever that time comes, whether at the moment of death or on the 
Lord's second and final coming, we are prepared. And we are truly prepared when we just live in the Lord's divine mercy. Amen? Amen. We can never go wrong with that. Amen. Please stand.